Blog Talk Radio. No intro song. <laughs> no intro song, and I don't even know if I have the the thing up. I mean, you know, welcome back for Christ's sake. I mean, we we are you there, Mister Santos? What are we doing? I mean, yeah, man. Hang on, hang on. Is this thing on? I think so. I think so. I can hear you loud and clear. We're good. Awesome, dude. Let's yo VIP. Let's kick it. So, <laughs> so we haven't been live since October seventeenth, two thousand eighteen. I actually looked at the last thing, you know, the last uh, show, you know, preview that I typed up to get on to get on the blog talk, and it was, it started off by saying. Uh, the Red Sox and Astros are getting ready to come on TV now, and the uh, Dodgers and whoever the heck they were playing, I forget, that series is pretty much over with. <laughs> so we it's haven't been, been on in a long time. three months, at easy three months. But I will tell you this. we It is my fault, 100% my fault. I um, Not only do I work a piece of shit job, I also – just get busy and lazy. So it has 100% been my fault that we've been off the air for the better part of three months. Um, let me see, October, November, <laughs> December, January. Yeah, yeah, three months. And we um, we will not be off anymore. And next week, <clears throat> we will have uh, music and Drops and we're going to be back full force right here wow. on blog on blog talk radio. We yeah we were um, we were cutting ties with blog talk. We, you know, let me just say this: you and I have cut ties with blog talk on numerous occasions. Remember that experiment that we had with your uncle? Um, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Drunk remember uncle. that thing? Yeah, yeah. That, was a that mess. worked well. We came right back to blog talk. We were going to go somewhere else. We came right back to blog. I, you know, as much as sometimes blog talk pisses me off, I I think it's the best platform for us. So here we are. I, I would like I'm to a, say I'm not I'm not the type of person that likes to point fingers or anything, but I'm just going to say that yeah, this three week or three month absence has been all you. Well, let me just tell you this. I have had nothing to do point, with it whatsoever. <laughs> when you point one figure forward, there's three pointing back at you. Just so you know that. Not by the way, not friend. the way that not not the way that I point. <laughs> I I will take full responsibility for our hiatus. Um, I have been um, just jammed up and not, you know, fat and lazy. That's the way. Us fat people work is we just don't like to do things. So um, we are back here on Blog Talk Radio every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. to 11, give or take. Um, some nights we just might want to stop talking. Um, um, we may, you know, we can't go longer, I guess, than 11 o'clock because it kind of shuts yeah. us off at 11 o'clock. Right? Yeah, yeah. 100, so, 120 minutes is our max. Yeah, so, but there might be some nights that we just want to go to bed at 10 o'clock, so deal with it. That's, but That's possible, yeah. We will be back religiously um, moving forward, 
9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on Blog Talk Radio. So without further ado, um, it is 9.04 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am London, so on the other side of that microphone, I know is Santos. Mr. Santos, how are you? I am doing all right, man. I've been I've been looking forward to getting back on the radio in a while, for a while, and uh, it's almost like riding a bike for the first time after about ten years of not doing it. But I'm not going to fall. Do you have a helmet I'm on? Good. Heck no! I don't <laughs> I don't need a helmet. I'm free flying, baby. <laughs> How have things been going for you? How's the new year treating you? We are we are sixteen days into the new year. Um, you know, what what um, what should we expect from Mr. Santos going forward in 2019? I, I just think it's the, the same old stuff, man. It's, we're going to be bringing you the, the best setup and listens. We're going to be – I'm going to be pulling the abacus out to give you some more stats every once in a while, and it's going to be – The abacus, baby. Just as – just as awesome and full speed ahead as it's always been with this show, man. I'm I'm pumped and ready to roll. How about you? Yeah, how's, your, how's your how's your year going? You know, um, so let me just tell you something. There's a couple things <laughs> that have happened in the 16 new days of the new year. Um, one of them is I built something. Um, you know me. I am not very handy, right? I, I struggle. Pounding a nail. Uh, okay. Ho- however, I can follow direction. So I built my, um, I have two boys, you know that, um, Layton mm-hmm. and Channing, 12 and uh, 6 years old. Um, they wanted a trampoline for Christmas. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You follow me, brother. I appreciate that. <clears throat> so I built a trampoline. Uh, they got it Christmas Day. Um, we put it up and finished it um, Saturday. <laughs> okay. Um, it took me the better part of three weeks to put that thing up. Uh, I put the bouncing, it's on a mat, I guess, the, the bouncing surface upside down. Um, <laughs> I screwed bolts in incorrectly. I <sighs> thank God I please love me. Because I'm a terrible, terrible hunter and gatherer. Um, if I had to be over, if I had to be in the um, uh, the bush in like Australia, if it was, if I was an Aboriginal, I would be in trouble. <laughs> an Aboriginal? <laughs> yeah. I think they're, I think trouble. they're called I think I think they're called Aborigines, but Aboriginal. I mean, they, they might be like the original ones. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm an original Aborigines, is what I am. Okay. I'm an original okay. Aboriginal. Like, I was the first were... guy to live in the bush. <laughs> you were the I... Noah of the Aborigines. <laughs> <laughs> and I, like, I had, like, a little, like, a little um, rowboat or some shit full yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but I, I'm really a bad um, builder. Like, a bad... I'm really a bad I didn't, man. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize that it was that uh, that your skills were just that sub subpar. I didn't, I didn't realize that. You should have. Oh, I'm very diminished. I 
Yeah, I could have uh, given you, you know, minimal assistance with that. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I, like, I'm not afraid to get out there and do the work, but I'm really bad at it. Like, I, I think, like, you know, you gotta, you gotta imagine that a trampoline comes in a real big box, right? So yeah, there's oh, a yeah. lot of, there's a lot of parts in there, and I open it up, and I get, and I get anxiety as soon as the box, box opens. And there's all of these parts. I get anxious. So, you know, I start doing what the directions tell me and shit starts falling apart. And so I get all the, like, I get the frame up and then it was like two monkeys fucking a football after that. So it was bad from there on out. Um, But fear not. It is up. I have the cage up around it. Um, we are good. I have two little boys that are very happy with it. They bounce. It's safe. Um, we're like, we're moving forward and I feel like I can now start a trampoline assembly business and move forward with that. <laughs> Standard wait six months. <laughs> six months. Cause I got to figure out. I got to hire yeah. people that can figure out. This one that. is a- this one's not like the one that I have. It's too hard. <laughs> truth. Hashtag truth. Oh, hey, boy. Take, take it back and get this one. I know how to do this one. <laughs> I can build this one. Take this one back and get this one. Yeah. Oh, man. But, you know, and I feel bad for my kids, too, because, you know, they got it on Christmas. I started putting it up, like, the day after Christmas. And then I screwed it up, and then I... You know, you know, I always do this thing to them. I'm getting people over here this weekend that can figure it out. You know, I, I just, I'm just no good at it, man. I just, and I feel bad for them. But they're troopers. That we got it built, and we are bouncing over here at Team London. That's all that matters, man. You got it up. It doesn't matter how long it took you. If they're happy, they're using it. You haven't ended up in the hospital yet. You're good. <laughs> It's well, good. I haven't been on it yet. I don't want to go through it. That's my problem. Well, I'm I don't not, want to go through I'm not, it. I'm not, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying you as the oh, driver. You're saying, I got you. The kids, I got you. So that is my 16 days into uh, wow. 2019. Yeah. So um, how's work going, man? I mean, we're going to, you know, we got we got a lot of time to kill, brother. We, we, we're definitely going to get into the WWE um, the NFL playoffs. We only have four teams left, and guess who's still in? Um, the... Go ahead. The, some, like a little somebody like we like to call Tom Brady, I believe. Is That's name. right, brother. Um, so we have four teams left, and the Patriots are still in, so we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about maybe some hockey. Maybe we'll talk about some basketball. Maybe we'll talk about some Major League Baseball. I mean, you know what? This is the first day back in, um, well, this is Mr. Nate's first day back in three months. Um, he's been pushing me off. So, um, no, yeah, that's we'll, exactly it. <laughs> I, I already said that I take full <laughs> responsibility for a hiatus, but I'm going to bust okay. your balls a little bit. It's been a while, man. It has. So, um, but we will, we're going to get into whatever we want to get into tonight. We're going to ease back into this thing. And next week, you might even hear some jingles and some, you know, some 
some sound drops. This um, this ship is going to. I don't even. I don't even have a good. Um, it's not even an acronym. <laughs> what? What am I? I mean, Christ! I needed. I should have taken a uh, an English class <laughs> from the last time we got on the air because yeah, I that, can't figure that out might, this. That might have, that might have helped a little. Oh boy, I'm just a mess. Look at me. <laughs> that should that should be anyway. a New Year's resolution. Don't start a sentence unless you know how you're going to end it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least know a word in the middle, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. Trip, tripping over your tongue, stumbling over your fat. I mean, Jesus, it's Mother and Mary. Um, I mean, you know, part of my my um, setup, part of my preparation for the show usually is the week past. <laughs> We've been on the air since. October 17th, 2018. There's a lot of weeks in between. Just a, just a um, couple. <laughs> the good thing is, is some things never change, right? So at about the 10 o'clock hour, we are going to do the critically acclaimed Shut Up and Listen. And I know for fact that you and I both have some very viable and good Shut Up and Listens. That is that is the truth. Yeah. That is the truth. As of mine, and mine's mine's le- almost less than twenty four hours old. Almost. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yours is well, very. It's very very recent. Well, I guess at oh. this point nine thirty. It's about. Okay, I lied. Maybe like thirty thirty two thirty six hours in that ballpark, but still less than two okay. days. All right. Well, I, I I will tell you this. Mine has been over the course of three months, including today. So I don't know if we can really consider mine less than 18 hours old. I don't but, think I so. Mean, no, I can't, because I've really started this, uh, this, this research project in the last, <laughs> oh, I don't know, how old am I, 43? Probably the last 20 years. So I've really... Um, Really, kind of honing, um, like honing my senses and, and like really gathering data. And tonight, I'm I'm fully prepared uh, to provide that data to our listening uh, audience. Wow, I'm, yeah, I'm kind I mean, of impressed. I'm I'm impressed by this this new Jason London. What I mean, I think we just need oh, don't to be. don't be. We just we just need to we just need to start rolling here, so I can find out what's going on here. <clears throat> Yeah, man. So where do you want to start, Mr. Nate? Um, we have lots of stuff to get into. We, football, baseball, hockey, What's, wrestling. Where are we going? Are no, we going I, NFL? I, I, I think we go NFL. Yeah, yeah. Let's just do that. It's it's fresh in our minds. It's the most current and you know probably most talked about thing running right now. So let's just let's just do that and see what time it is whenever we're done. You know what? That's why I love you because we just swing for the fences here on Santos and London. And, you know, 97% of the time, um, our war is really, really good. Uh, we usually hit home runs all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I think. <laughs> and and just like Mike Trout, like we, I'm the leader in the war stat. <laughs> I was waiting. So it's taken 16 minutes into our first show of... <laughs> 
I was waiting to hear his name. That's why I kind of threw it out there. So anyway, I know. So let me yeah. ask. You, let me be very. You know, let's just talk very candidly. Um, okay. Give me your thoughts on. Let's back up just a little bit so we can kind of set the groundwork for the playoffs. I mean, we got games. We we have the champion. This is championship Sunday, right? Coming up. So New Correct. England plays at like six forty. Um, the NFC games at like three twenty. Some something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Right. Let's let's kind of back up a little bit. We haven't really been on the air since the beginning of the season. So let's start with this. Very simply, how do you feel the season has gone for New England? I mean, we are a New England Patriots backers show. How do you feel the season went? How do you feel the season will progress? And do we hoist the trophy at the end of this year? I mean, you know, let's just break it down, dude. Uh, How did the season go? Um, I'm going to have to say I, I didn't. I didn't think it went as well as I was hoping it was going to initially. True. And the and the reason I say that is, you know, normally the Patriots are all, you know, almost as good on the road as they are at home and this year they were just god awful on the road against some really a really like the who's who of suck in the NFL. They went in there and <laughs> lost. Well, you know, they lost the to Miami. The Lions, well, you know what the thing is, though? I mean, it's, it's, a, it's different. You know, if you look at the first three, you had, what was it? It was um, the Lions, the Jaguars, and the Titans. They, honest to God, the Patriots in those three games did not even look like they belonged. I mean, it wasn't even close. They just looked like... What what they you know kind of what they did against the Chargers this past Sunday is how they got run out of the building on all three of those games. Can can we just we'll get there? I'm assuming because I want to talk about this past Sunday. Yeah. Did we expect this past Sunday? Honestly, I I didn't. I thought the Patriots were going to win. Would it surprise me if they didn't? Eh, not really. Because right. the Chargers, the Chargers have looked good all year, but I like their chances against the Chargers better than the Ravens. The Ravens' defense, for some reason, gives the Patriots fits, regardless of where they're playing. Um, but the, but the thing is, though, that the Patriots just, you know, since that Miami game where, you know, they just had Gronkowski on the field at the end for some ungodly reason. Um. After that, I mean, they just – the offense didn't really look like it was clicking much. I mean, you had that game against the Steelers where the offense was terrible. Um, you know, it's it's just one of those things. You know, it's – you know, even though they're at home, it's a playoff game, and the playoff games are, are high-stress games regardless of where they're played. And I just looked at it as the Patriots couldn't win these high-stress games on the road, so I kind of had some doubts. You know, and, you know, so honestly, I know we were talking about it last, you know, Friday and Saturday, you know, during the other games that were going on. And I said, I I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots somehow lose this game and just don't show up. But the Patriots that we that we all come to love that 
have a game plan. They go out there and execute it perfectly. No turnovers. You know, they just showed up and looked like the Patriots of about, you know, you know, the last 20 years that we've seen. Okay. So let's go back into um, the season a little bit because you and I speak regularly, even though we don't speak on the air uh, right. as much as we would have liked, would have liked to, we still talk regularly and, there's been plenty of conversation, plenty of conversation that starts with expletives and finishes with expletives. Um, yeah, over a lot of it. The is, offense a lot of it has, and yeah, the majority of it this year is uh, like all, every year has been about the defense. I think, you know, they, you know, they couldn't stop you and me from rushing for a hundred yards on the road. But sometimes, they, they get, yeah. And then the, at these home games, it's like, you know, when you execute like they did this past week, you know, Melvin Gordon only runs five times or whatever it was. I mean, that's that's different. But, you know, you look at the game against the Steelers. James Conner's out. They take, you know, they take Bubba out of the front row. <laughs> and he get, he's in there and he rushes over 100 yards. You got, you know, the Dolphins, you know. I mean, if you look at all the statistics in that game in Miami – the Dolphins shouldn't even have been close at the end of that game for that ridiculous play to put the, you know, to put them in the head. I mean, it just, all of the stats were, you know, in that game anyway, were like the Patriots were just kicking their butt, but you know, the defense was just, you know, giving up runs and giving up plays. And then, you know, that miraculous play at the end that, I mean, just Can think about it this way. Was... Go ahead, go ahead, finish. No, can we agree that that was the most ridiculous, embarrassing play in the last 20 years of Patriots football? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, now, why Gronkowski is even on the field, I mean, who knows? If you're there, if you're there to catch a, like a Hail Mary pass, that's one thing. Um, Tannehill would have had to throw the ball like 70 yards to get it into the end zone. Um, Tannehill can't do that. Um, newsflash. And I was I was telling I was telling somebody over the weekend how funny is it that Miami absolutely let's let's put it, Miami had a pretty lousy year. You have one big win your, during your whole year on a play that you you'll never ever see again. You've you know you've already put up pictures and posters of this play of Kenyon Drake in the end zone after he scored. Gronkowski falling down, and the Miami Dolphins, as a franchise, decide of all people in this world to bring in as their possible head coach next year the idiot that put Rob Gronkowski on the field <laughs> in that play. <laughs> and you wonder why the Patriots have no problems winning their division each and every damn year. It's because of stupid teams that want to bring in, you know, Guys that don't have a lot of common sense. I mean, look, it's like it's like musical chairs. The Dolphins fire their coach. The Jets fire their coach. Oh, the the Jets hire the Dolphins coach. It's like what? I I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. But but you're right. I mean that play and and just as as ridiculous as that play was and as as frustrating as it is for Patriots fans, to, I mean, for me, even to the second, it's kind of frustrating to have to talk about. But that one play, 
is the difference between the game this weekend being in Kansas City as opposed to being in New England. That play. That play. And that's the most frustrating thing about it because if you remember a couple of years ago when the Patriots, I don't know if it was their last game or week 16, they were down in Miami. Uh, they had they had the Steven Jackson. They got from the I guess the Rams cut him. They brought him in and they they ran this with Steven Jackson like twenty times in that game and he had like twenty rushes for fifteen yards. They ended up losing that game to the to the Miami that they probably should have won because I guess they didn't want Brady to get hurt and then guess what they lose out on the tiebreaker to Denver. They go out to Denver in the AFC Championship game against a quarterback in Peyton Manning at the time who couldn't throw the ball farther than I can and probably wasn't any more accurate than I would be because that's that was his last season. But his defense was pretty damn good that year. And the Patriots couldn't, you know, couldn't put any points on the board. And that's what I was just going to say. Same, I mean, same, same situation this year if they, if, if they yeah, don't it, win. It becomes – um, you're playing at home or on the road, and New England is no good on the road in the AFC Championship game. So, um, you know, at home, I think we're – are we undefeated or lost one maybe? I think um, they lost they lost one to uh, Baltimore. Indianapolis. Oh, Baltimore. Yeah, that's right. Baltimore. When the very first play of the game, Ray Rice – No, you know, that, was a, that, that, was, that was a divisional round. They did lose, they did lose one, though. Oh, uh, all right. It was, it so, was, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, we go have, on the they road. Have, they have they have won two in Pittsburgh. They won they won two oh. AFC title games in Pittsburgh, but they, you know, they had a couple in Indy. They didn't win them. They had they had the one out in uh, one out in Denver. They didn't win that one. And then the, I guess the other years they just weren't really there. But the majority of them, they've always they've always had that best record, and they were always in New England for the most part. Yeah, so, I mean, we go to Arrowhead. Well, the good thing is is that it's cold. And Brady is like 6-0 and or something in games that are under 15 degrees. I mean, there's so many stats now, just like the war, just like everything right, else you, in baseball. Are you ready? He's 5-1. He's I thought that's he was 6-0. No, it's 5-1. That's the stat that I did here. In the in the in the playoffs, in the playoffs, when it's under, I think it was when it's under twenty, and that one game that they lost was the Ray Rice game that you were talking about. I was going to say, I, then I think under fifteen degrees, he's something in O. I, I anyway, I mean, who cares? I mean, the guy's just ridiculous. So we're going to go out to to uh, Kansas City where it's loud. Um, back in the day, Kansas City was one of those stadiums that people didn't want to play in because it is loud. Right. Um, and, you know, they have a hot rookie second year, I guess, but this is really his yeah. rookie year quarterback who is lighting the world on fire just like Tom Brady did in, in 2001. And, you know, I mean, we're going to – you know, our defense needs to step up and make plays, man. I mean, that's yeah, that, that is just you know the the fact of the matter is we need to go make plays. Yeah, that's that's just it. I mean, and you know these guys 
these two teams played back in week six. That was the Sunday night game that uh, that was a 43-40 to final with the Goskowski field goal at the end of the game to win for the Pats. But I'm not you know, sure I trust him 100% anymore. I, well, whether whether you do or not, that, that's who you got. And all I can well, say man, is thank, okay with... and all I, and all I can say is thank God we don't have that asshole from the Bears. <laughs> He's hit like six posts all year. Yeah, it was it's unbelievable. I actually saw a, a video of him where he trains and he train he just had one post up in the air and he was trying his accuracy to hit the post. I'm like, dude, no. Shut up. No. Like No. Why why would you even do that? You're you're a you're a professional athlete. Yes, you're a kicker, but I mean, let's face it. How much does it cost to put another post up with the post connecting the two of them a little bit lower? I just get the whole thing, money. My wife put it in your backyard my, and kick it that way. I have to be honest with you. I, I had season tickets to the Bills for a long time when I was living in um, Buffalo, and we went to watch a New England game, obviously. And the Bills are known for their tailgating, and some of the the people around us that were coming to tailgate had um uh what is that a uh, uh, PVC pipe um field goal post like it was okay. you know i mean it wasn't much bigger than if i was standing there with my arms out and you know i mean it was about that big you know i mean it was right right so um uh, people were you know they were doing shots if you could kick it through and this that and the other and people weren't getting it so you know it became like this fun thing and my my wife at the time she this is her first new england Bills game in the 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 tailgate so we're walking into the game she goes i want to try to kick a field goal i go okay go ahead whatever (laughs) whatever you need to do mate as god is my witness i watched her Put it about five car lengths, and it was a football, like a little football. Was a little, you know, this these PVC pipes were not very big. This football was ever. Yeah. It was about a forty-yard field goal, legit, and she drilled it right through the fucking The wow. place went absolutely crazy. Everybody's high-fiving. Everybody's pouring shots. The place was going. It was literally like okay like 20 yards but with you know a little nerf football in the middle of a blizzard and you know it's it was the craziest thing i've ever seen so i know that you can be a professional you can be a woman and kick you know an impossible field goal if you're a fucking professional athlete you better figure it out. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I'm not going to take too much stock in your wife kicking one field goal with a Nerf ball in a parking lot. Well, come on. But it's a nice it's a nice story. I'll give you that. Now, if you now if you told me you lined up afterwards and you drilled it too, then I might think there's something to it. But does Scott I mean, Norwood get your does Scott Norwood get your bane? No, not really. No, I mean it's that's that's it's part of the game, you know. They wouldn't if there wouldn't be people that would miss field goals, you know, they wouldn't have them in the game. 
You know, there has to be the risk reward. And you know what? If, you know, it's like I said, it's, it's part of the game. That's why they moved the, that's why they moved the extra points back. They were too easy. There weren't, there was only like maybe two that were missed the whole, during the season. So they figured let's make it a little bit more difficult. If you want something that's a, maybe a little bit sure of a thing, you know, hey, go for two from the two-yard line. Or take your, what is it, like 20, like 30-yard extra point or 25-yard extra point. And it's like, you know, that's just how it's going to be from now on. You know, it's like they're. I go for two for every single time. I, yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't, to be honest with you. I guess it probably is harder to get that, but still, there's a, there's still a lot of people that are missing extra points. So maybe somebody needs to do an analysis of that. How do you feel out. about this? How do you honestly? How do you feel? I mean, we talked about the season kind of as a whole. Um, how do you feel about this week's game? I mean, really? I, so last week, is it an anomaly? Did we show up? Did we finally turn the page? Did we finally figure it out? Or is this week a crapshoot? Like 90% I, of this season has been. I I honestly think a couple of things. Um, I think Brady was a little bit hurt. He got hurt somehow in that Dolphins game. Because they were lights out in the first half. And then, you know, that he threw that touchdown pass to Gronkowski. And he, it took him a little while to get up. because And he was saying that it was the like the knee brace, something with the knee brace. And then he had that, you know, boneheaded, you know, not, you know, taking into account there were no timeouts left at the end of the first half. So they left points on the field there. And then in the second half, I mean, they just were like an abysmal offense. That carried over the next week into Pittsburgh. Thank the Lord they ended up with three games with the Dolphins, the, the Jets, and the Bills where they could, you know, I'm sorry, they, no, not the, not the Dolphins, but the last two games of the year, they had the the Jets and the Bills where Brady didn't really need to do much. I mean, you saw that that Bills game. I mean, they, they didn't even really throw the ball much. It was all running, and but, hey, it worked. So I just, I just think, again, you know, they're going on the road. They haven't shown me anything on the road the whole year. Um, you know, you look at Pittsburgh, it's it, – you know, Kansas City is probably louder than Pittsburgh is, but they had a lot of false starts. They had a lot of, you know, lining up offsides. They had just so many penalties, and they can't stop the run. So I think, you know, in order for them to win, they're basically going to have to do what they did this past weekend. You get the ball first. You take your time. You, you know, bang out seven minutes off the clock. Go down there and score. Now, a couple of things that I do like is the fact that Kareem Hunt is no longer playing for the Chiefs because he had a lot of – he did a lot of damage in that first game, but it was receiving out of the backfield. Yeah, he got his rushes in too, but he got a lot of yards catching out of the backfield because they, they couldn't get anybody on him. And I think, I think that's going to – what? Where's he at, Kareem Hunt? Dude, there was some video of him, like, fighting somebody or beating up a girl or something like that. So he's basically out of the league. Who am I thinking of, then, for um, Kansas you're City? Thinking of, you're thinking of Tyreek Hill. 
Oh, Tyreek Hill. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Tyreek, I'm sorry. Tyreek, Tyreek Hill, he got his yards in that game, too. But I'm kind of hoping that, you know, Bill Belichick took some notes because Tyreek Hill, and this isn't an exaggeration, he is the fastest dude in the league. I, the absolutely. fastest guy. Um, so, I mean, he, he just blew past guys in, in that game, you know, you know, week six. They have to have a plan to kind of keep him in check. Yeah, he's, let's face it, you know, with Mahomes back there slinging the ball, Kelsey, you got Hill, they're going to get catches. You just have to get them on the ground within the first keep couple of yards of them having the ball. Yeah, exactly. You can't let, you know, you can't let Tyreek Hill get loose and be so wide open that it's going to take somebody, you know, 10 seconds to catch him because guess what? You're not catching him. Not catching so, him at all. So I think, you know, like I said, the Patriots could win if they don't have a lot of just stupid drive-killing penalties and they can kind of keep, you know, again, you know, they're going to have to put up points. They're probably going to have to put up, I'd say, like, at least 30 to win this game. Because I think Mm. the Chiefs, I mean, the Chiefs are going to score. I mean, let's just call it like it is. The thing that really worries me is that the Chiefs' defense is better at home than they are on the road, and they made and they made Andrew Luck last week look like he should be the one that the national media is saying is old and needs to retire because he looked terrible in that game. That guy looked like he was injured last like you know he didn't play last year because of an injury. It looked like it was twenty you know twenty seventeen twenty eighteen. And he shouldn't even have been out there. I mean, that's how bad he looked in that game. So I don't know. It's like I said, and it's and it's all because I don't know which version of the Patriots is going to show up. See, you that's know, what scares me. You know, you know that you know the Chiefs are going to show up because they're at home. You know, they're going to put up at least, you know, at least twenty-eight, at least. Are they that good? Really? I, I just look at it this way. I mean, right now, I hate to say it, they have the best receiving tight end there is. Um, no disrespect oh, yeah. to Zach. No disrespect to Zach Ertz. I, I, you know, he had a lot of receptions, but let's face it. You know, I, I think that Kelsey right now is the best tight end in the game. Um, you know, catch, catch, you know, pass receiving tight end. Um. You know, Tyreek Hill, he's like the best weapon you can have. You know, everybody thought that it was Alvin Kamara of the Saints. Uh, A little bit, but... Well, Henry turns kicks and punts, too, so... Right, exactly, exactly. And he can, you know, he can be the receiver. He can be a... He can come out of the backfield as a running back. I mean, and he's just so fast that he's he's possibly the best weapon you're going to have, and it's... It's almost like the Patriots with the timing, you know, the timing patterns and the speed cross patterns and everything like that. But they're, the weapons on the Chiefs right now are just faster guys than what the Patriots have. So that's going to be the issue. No, I, I hear what you're saying. I'm, I, I'm, I'm processing what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. But I just don't want to believe that they are that good. I mean, you know, 
is this lightning in a bottle for this kid, Patrick Mahomes? I mean, he sat behind, um, what was his name? Um, Alex Smith. Alex Smith. You know, I I mean, how good is Alex Smith? I mean, if if he's that good to, to groom this kid to look like this, then he needs to be a head coach somewhere, man. Um, I just, I just don't get that they are this good. It's you know it's it's one of those things. I mean i I remember on one of the last couple of shows that we had back, it might have been September or maybe a bit October. Um, you know, let's see how he does in his second year. You know, it's you know kind of like with Brady and the Patriots, where. Uh, you know, whenever Brady first came out, it's like nobody really knew what you were going to get with this guy. You know, he's just there. He's making all the throws. He's, I mean, let's face it, Brady was more of a game manager, manager initially. But, you know, Mahomes, it's like he's, he's good. The question is, is he going to be able to keep this up years going forward? He's going to have, <laughs> he's going to, he's going to have a lot of, you know, free agency issues, people coming, people going. Um, it, it really just depends on, you know, who sticks around because, you know, Tyreek Hill right now is on a rookie contract. He's, is he really? I think so, yeah. He came out last year with uh, with Kareem Hunt. So they're Jesus both rookies. Christ. I was... So I was hoping I was hoping we were going to see the end of him. This is the end of his. But that's what I'm saying. It's like eventually he's going to be a free agent. Eventually they're going to have to pay him. That's going to be the thing, and that's what's going to separate any quarterback out there and Tom Brady. Is that Tom Brady was never really the highest paid quarterback in the game, even though he probably should have been for years. You have guys like you know. Like the Ravens win the Super Bowl. They back up the Brinks truck for Joe Flacco. They haven't been relevant since. i got to be honest with you. you. Know? I think Brady what, like had a huge contract that he restructured to get more players and you know different contracts and things. That's, that's exactly it. Is, or, is Mahomes or you know, Goff or any of these young kids nowadays, are they going to be willing to do that? That's no that's way. the that's the no great way. unknown. So I'd say if you know, let's face it, if it comes down to you know in you know two years, if it comes down to re-signing Mahomes or re-signing Tyreek Hill, guess what? Tyreek Hill, uh, it's been real. Thanks, goodbye. They're always going to side with the quarterback. So if these guys go out there and they command these monster contracts, that's what's going to make the team take a couple of steps back. So. You know, to ask if Mahomes is for real, well, this year he is. Let's see who sticks around next year. Let's, you know, especially, you know, you, you know, you make it to the AFC championship game. Let's face it, you're getting more airtime. Some of these guys, you know, all stars, what have you know, all pros, whatever. If their contracts are up, I mean, they might, hell, I mean, Tyreek Hill next year could be like Le'Veon Bell. Um, I'm sitting out unless you pay me. I mean, how, you never know. How old is, without, is without, Kelsey? Without Tyreek, Kelsey, I don't know. Dude's been around for a while. You know, I, I'm thinking, I don't know how long Gronk's been out, but I think Kelsey's been around, I mean, if, if not the same amount of time, maybe 
maybe like two years less, maybe, you know, maybe, you know, oh, okay. two, two, three okay. years less. So he's been around. Um, that's why I said, I think, you know, Ertz is, Ertz is the go-to guy now, but I think just because of who's throwing the ball to him, I think Kelsey's a bigger weapon right now than Ertz is, but, and, and, you know, Gronk, it's like the, the guy's still a monster, but if you look at how that game that they played this past sat, or excuse me, Sunday against the chargers, Gronk was a beast and it had nothing to do with catching the ball. He was, he, he blocked was, the fuck was, out was, of everybody. He was, yeah, he was mowing everybody down on the end of that line. Absolutely. Yeah. He looked great. He, he, I mean, his pass blocking, his, you know, um, pass catching blocking. I mean, he, the guy was on fire. Yeah. Yeah. He was. So, I mean, it's, again, it's just one of those deals. It's can, can the chiefs sustain this for a couple of years? Yeah, maybe. I don't really see anybody else out in their division, you know, really doing much, you know, Denver. I mean, you would think Denver getting case Keenum, at quarterback would have had done a better job than like two scrub rookies last year, but they didn't. Yeah. John, John Gruden, welcome back. You traded away your two best players. I mean, what are you, what are you doing? I mean, he must, he must really have some guys in the draft this year that he's thinking about because I think he has like three first round picks now. Um, I mean, in the chargers, let's face it. Uh, Phillip rivers, wasn't really impressive in the last game it, you know how much longer is he going to stick around you know everybody in that draft class it's it's him manning and roethlisberger and out of the three of them just because he's bigger roethlisberger looks like the only one that should really you know has you know more than one or two years left that he can play so yeah yeah you're absolutely uh, so right i don't know man. so i, mean, I think I think the Chiefs are going to get the same benefit here maybe for the next couple of years that the Patriots seem to have gotten, you know, since 2002 of the rest of their division just sucks and can't, and can't get out of their own way. So you didn't, you didn't put me at ease at all for this game coming up. It's all about keeping it real, not keeping you at ease. As a matter of fact, I um, have been chewing on my nails like they're a snack food as you're talking. So, uh, I don't know. Oh, golly, man. You know, so what is your prediction for, for Sunday? Well, I mean, I, I'd really prefer not to pick, but... I'm going to hold I'm, the- uh, fire your feet. You're, you're, holding, you're holding the fire to my feet. Um, unfortunately, I, I just I just think that the road team Patriots that we've seen this year show up. I don't. Even I don't after think last they, week, yeah. The momentum because, coming out of because coming out of last week. Because, because because they were at home. Now. Now I, I, you know, after seeing them last week, I think it's going to be close. I don't think they go in there and get blown out. I mean, let's face it. You remember the the last time that they played in Kansas City was a pretty monumental night because the next day was the we're on the Cincinnati, we're on the Cincinnati. That was the last time they played there, and they got totally destroyed. It was a Monday Obviously, night, wasn't it? Yes. Now that being said, 
that was years ago. That was, you know, pretty early in the year. But again, it's like, you know, Kansas City for them is kind of like Denver, where they, for some reason, it doesn't matter who's out there. They just aren't great when they're out there. So, you know, feet, you know, fire to my feet, you know, gun to my head. You're making me pick. I'm going to say it'll be like the 37-35 Chiefs. And I'm, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, and I'm thinking like last-minute field goal or a touchdown by the Chiefs in that game. Mm. Although, although, <laughs> although, disclaimer, I, I completely hope that I'm wrong. No, I, I. You don't have to. You know, you don't have to say that. I, I, I clearly know you. That you hope you're wrong, but I, man, you just. You make so much sense, and you know, I'm, um, I'm the proverbial fan. The fan stands for fanatic. I am very like, yay, everything is great in New England. It's not great. I mean, we don't have a tight end anymore. Our our quarterback is old. Our running backs, in you know, our running backs are probably the best thing we have right now. Um, we, we struggle on defense and, you know, I just want to, I just want to close my eyes and everything is great and it's not, and I understand that and I'm okay with that, but I feel like we, we just came off a huge win. It doesn't matter if it's at home. I feel like, why can't we go on the road with that exact same intensity with that exact same fire and and do the same thing. I think we win 35-24. I really do. I'll tell you what, man. I hope I mean like I said I hope you're right. I mean, I would love to see them you know, I'll tell you what. I was talking to people, you know, during that game against the Chargers. And everybody that's not a fan of the Patriots or the Chargers was saying, "Oh, what a boring game." Uh is this game over yet? And I'm thinking to myself, this is the best Patriots game that there can possibly be. I love Absolutely. not having to. I love not having to like pace back and forth. I hate not you know getting you know throwing my hands up in the air at every like incomplete pass that Brady throws, or every time that you know that there's you know like a drop, or you know kind of kicking my feet out whenever you know I'm trying to like somehow will the defense to stop this guy before he gets to the first down. You know, it's like, <laughs> those are the best. You know, as a That's Patriots true. fan, it's like, we have to have, like, our blood pressure checked after every single week, it seems like, with them sometimes. So, to have a game where, I mean, let's face it, at halftime, it's like, you didn't even really have to watch the second half. There was going to have to be some monumental collapse that the game has not seen since... Um, what was that Frank Wright? Frank Wright came back and led the Bills back over the Oilers. I mean, yeah, but but I was worried about that. Does that make sense, man? I was I was I was worried about that. You know, it's it's one of those things. If it were, you don't. I can see the Patriots doing that to somebody else. I can't see somebody doing that to them. 
I think it I think it all comes down to coaching and when you're up by that many points and you just look that dominant there's there's no way because the Patriots are going to you know they were they were running the ball at will in that game just you know full steam ahead Sony Michelle picked up four and a half five yards every play you know they 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 didn't need to risk passing the ball in the second half you know what I mean so it was, and why can't we go on the road and do that why why does it matter what seats are in the stands why I, because that's what I'm hoping for I'll, I'll tell you why. In the games that they got beat badly, the first three, you know, so that was uh, at the Lions, at Jacksonville, and then before the bye at Tennessee. Listen to that. They, at Jacksonville, tried... at the Lions. Yeah. Neither. I know. They're bullshit. All five, all five of their losses came on the road to teams that did not make the playoffs. So... But all of the teams that they played that are in the playoffs, they've beaten. So it's just it's just a weird thing. But but in all of those games, like the first three, you know, they got behind early, and they were stubborn. They were trying to run Sony Michelle. Then it was almost it was almost like a flashback to that Stephen Jackson game in 2015 against you know against the Dolphins. It's like here you're running into a you're running into a wall. Just keep running, see what happens. Maybe eventually you yeah. break through the wall. He never did. Then guess what? They're down 14 points. They're down 17 points. Now you got to throw the ball when everybody knows you got to throw the ball. And now the problem the problem with this Patriots team is that they're more like the Corey Dillon season of the Patriots, where they're gonna they're gonna smash mouth football, run it down your throat. And there's no other quarterback I'd rather have with off the play action pass than Brady. So, you know, if they can do that, I mean, that's what they were doing in this game against the Chargers. You got here, you got your left and your right of Sony Michelle, and then all oh, here we're going to throw the pass out to James White, or here we're going to throw it to Edelman on a on a play action pass where everybody's trying to come up and stop the run again. Well, guess what? There's this big open space behind you, and there's Edelman. So if they can if they cannot hmm. fall behind, you cannot fall behind. You cannot go down more than two scores in this game against the Chiefs because if you do, that crowd is going to get loud. You're going to be basically going like silent count anyway. There's going to be offsides. There's going to be all that foolishness. It's like you need to, you know, be ahead of them. Or be within a score at all times, because if you get far behind, the crowd's going to go nuts. They're going to be they're going to be rushing Brady, and you know there's no real deep threat. So you put everybody like within 10, 15 yards, it's going to be hard. I mean, it's going to be tough. So I think I think for that for them to win. Sony Michelle's basically going to have to go like 120 and a touchdown or two again. If 120. Get, if, 120 and at least a touchdown. At least one. You know, he's going to have to be big in this game again. If he's not, I, I, don't, I don't think you can rely on the passing game alone anymore. Especially now that Josh Gordon's not around. What about well well hang on a minute because James White just had 
15 receptions and not a carry. Exactly, because he didn't need to carry the ball. Because Sonny Michelle, like, blue bitches out. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I, I see what you're saying. Okay. You can't okay. have you can't fair have you can't have one without the other. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm okay with that. Um, I'm still going to stick to my 35-24 New England man. I you know um, I think we go to a, you know a, what is it a ninth Super Bowl, tenth. Um. Wow. Be nine, right? I think so. Yeah. No. Well, because no. we lost. Ten. Be the eleventh. It'd be the eleventh. Tenth or eleventh. Tenth. Because they had the eighty-six against the Bears. Oh no no Bra- uh, the Brady Patriots. the Brady Brady era. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ten. Um. All right. So give me your give me your feedback on St. Louis and New Orleans, man. I mean, this, I think this game is going to be the best game of the weekend. Honestly, I think it's going to be fun. Um, I think it's going to be a shootout. I think you take the over. Um, you know, I, I think it's going to be fun, man. Um, uh, this game, this game comes down comes down to one person. Hang on, Todd let me see Gurley. if I can figure it out. Hang on. Oh, I already said it. Todd oh, Gurley. I didn't hear you. Todd Gurley. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. He's banged up. If if he can put up a performance like. You know, like he's capable of doing. You know, this game will probably be pretty close. But, you know, the reason that this game is being played in in New Orleans is because they played earlier in the year, and New Orleans beat them pretty bad. Yeah, but it's a different. They're different teams right now. And New Orleans That's last true. week was garbage. I know. Yeah. So because Philadelphia is no St. Louis. I mean, or. Where are they now? Los Angeles, I guess. Right. Um, right. So last week was not a barometer for this week because Los Angeles would have destroyed um, Philadelphia. So yeah, you know, I, I, I think this week. I'm I'm just not really sold on Jared Goff yet as a quarterback. He's good. I, um, you know, I I, I you know. I'd say four years down the road, I'd, I'd like him to be on my team. But I think right now he's he's still kind of like wide-eyed country kid getting dropped off in the middle of New York City. You know, he's, I gotta be honest with you, I, I'm not sold on fucking Patrick Mahomes, and the kid's got 50 touchdowns. I'm still, I, well, I know. I'm still, I'm still waiting for him to come off that high horse and that that pedestal. Well, the, yeah, the thing is, is that somebody's going to have to knock both of them off. I mean, that's basically what it is. Um, right. And, and, the, and the difference with Mahomes and Goff is, unless you're a Patriots fan, you want the – everybody wants the Patriots to lose. Sure do. I mean, look, I mean, look you had um, Mike Greenberg on whatever that stupid morning show is now that they just – you know, somebody threw up on ESPN saying – if you don't have a horse in the games this weekend, I really hope you would join me in rooting for the Chargers and, and Phillip Rivers because he hasn't made it to a Super Bowl and he has nine kids and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this isn't like youth soccer. Everybody doesn't get a trophy, dude. The fact of the matter is he's a Jets fan. He hates the Patriots. They've tried to make it Aaron Rodgers versus Brady. We all know that's a crock of shit. 
because Aaron Rodgers is no Tom Brady. True. They tried to they tried to make it Philip Rivers. That didn't go too well. So now they're going to make up Mahomes. That's just how it's going to be. If the Patriots win, guess what? I mean, every the you know the NFL and everybody else wants the wants the Saints to win this game. They would they would love to have Brady versus Breeze. But if it's but if it's Goff versus Brady, oh, get ready to hear about his whole life story and why he deserves to win the Super Bowl and you know have Rex Ryan go on national television and say he hates the Patriots and he hopes that they win. It's like, I mean, it's it's so aggravating that that's that's why we keep hearing all of these youngsters' names because they're already looking for the next Tom Brady. That's what's going on, and that's why Mahomes is getting so much love now. I mean, he had a great year, don't get me wrong, but that's regular season. That's Peyton Manning stuff. Do it in the playoffs. He didn't throw any touchdown passes last week. Just saying. You see, the the difference for me with Patrick Mahomes and Jared Goff is Goff did it last year as well. Um, Goff played very well last year. And, you know, were they – I think they were St. Louis last year. Um, They They looked good. Were they? They they still look good. I mean, he still – they still – go ahead, bro. I was going to say the one difference between the two of them is – it's the Chiefs are this year. The Chiefs are Mahomes' team until something crazy happens and Goff can prove that he can be that quarterback and win them a game. That's going to be Gurley's team. That's just how it is. I mean, Gurley until he got hurt last year, they were saying he was going to be the MVP of the league. He got hurt. Carson Wentz got hurt. You know, by default, Brady got it. By you know, default, that's, the that's guy. Gonna, you know the guy who I know, the I know, but that's fire. but that's but that's just that's just how it was last year. Yeah. So it's like I mean they're 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 always going to be trying to get these new players up because I don't I don't think they they can really comprehend how a forty one forty two year old guy is able to do stuff much much better than you know mid twenty year old guys. TB twelve baby. Mhm. That's it. So hold your feet to the fire. Um, L.A. or New Orleans? Um, I'm gonna, I you know I'm gonna pick it this way just because it's the way that I want it to go. I'm gonna say Rams. You know, in a barn burn. I'm gonna say forty-two to thirty-eight. Hmm. Just because, just because. I mean, deep down, I really want to see the Patriots versus the Rams again in the Super Bowl. I mean, just think, perfect ending. You know, if Brady walks, you know they they win this game against the Rams in the Super Bowl. Do you think he walks? He, I I think if they win, he'll seriously consider it. I think if they they lose again, I I think there's no doubt he'll be back next year. See, I think he either way announces at the beginning of next year that he's going to retire either way. So he can. So, I mean, whether you 
you call them like superficial or you know arrogant or whatever, he's going to let his fans know that this is it, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna come around to the the eight games and I'm gonna play my eight games at home. And if you want to come hang out with the goat, then let's come hang out. You know, I I, I feel like he's gonna like who was it? Um, Jeter, Derek, you know, when Jeter retired, I feel like it's that kind of thing. Like he's going to do the, the tour, you know, the retirement tour. So, so you're thinking 42, 38. Yeah. I think New Orleans wins this game, a barn burner. I'm thinking 45, 41. Okay. I think you, we both hit the over, by the way. Well, yeah, we did. I don't I don't think either of those defenses are that great. No, they're terrible. Actually, and it, actually, actually, statistically, the best defense left in the playoffs in New ours. England. Yeah. yeah. And they're shit. I know. So, oh. for all of those a-holes out there that keep saying, Defense wins championships. Shut up. Doesn't. Because <laughs> honestly, honestly, the best defense in the playoffs had quite possibly the worst quarterback in the playoffs and got bounced by the Chargers. That being the, the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens. However, however, I think... I'll tell you what, I think, uh, and for the life of me, I can't think of what that kid's name is right now, but uh, you get that quarterback, some guys that can, he can throw the ball to that aren't like uh, Michael Crabtree. Oh, Lamar and Jackson? I, 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 yeah, I, I, I think, and I, and I said it, I remember saying it earlier in the year, I think that the Ravens get into the playoffs. And that, was, remember us, and, that was, and that was still with Joe Flacco at quarterback, by the way. Do you remember us talking, um, texting, the um, the day of the draft? And um, Lamar Jackson was at, was available when New England was at like 30. And I was like, please draft him. Please draft him. That would have been a great pick for New England at that point. Heartbroken that we missed on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you remember during the draft, I kept saying, pick Kyle Laletta, pick Kyle Laletta. You sure did. Got a, and he basically got arrested for something and is already off the giants and probably out of the league. So did he really? Yeah. What yeah. happened? I, I don't know. It had something to do with him, like going the wrong, like, I guess he missed a turn when he was trying to get to practice and he like was driving on the wrong side of the road to try to make a U-turn or something. I I don't know. It was so ridiculous that when I heard that, I thought to myself, Oh my God, I'm so glad that I don't get to make decisions like that for this team. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, I, you know, so you don't believe New England makes the Super Bowl. I believe they make the Super Bowl against um, 
against New Orleans. You think it's going to be uh, Kansas City versus uh, L.A.? The Rams, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll see say, how it goes, man. Yeah. We'll reconvene next week. Absolutely. I'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> Same place. Uh, guess what? By the way, it's 10 after 10. We skipped right past the critically acclaimed. We didn't skip it. <laughs> We're not skipping it, but we skipped right over the 10 o'clock hour. Yeah. Whatever. That's only time. You know what? We, we just keep we just keep our fans waiting with bated breath. Is what that's exactly what, what I. That's they exactly. are so just. They are so just waiting to hear what we have to bitch Dialed about as far in. as these go Dialed. all week. Chewing like I said earlier, chewing on your fingernails like a snack food. <laughs> I used it, to do that with. First? I, I used to do that with bugles. By the way, remember bugles. Oh, put them on your fingers like you had like absolutely witch, like which which fingers like, absolutely which fingers, absolutely. That's it. I'm, next time I go to the store, I'm gonna buy some bugles just just for that. Get the um, the cheddar cheese kind of better than the original. Okay, we'll see what we can do. That's it. Um, are you going first or am I? Ladies and gentlemen, you have reached the shut up and listen portion of the show. The shut up and listen portion of the show is brought to you by Absolutely uh, Bo, Dallas. <laughs> Bo Dallas still sucks. Um, <laughs> all right. So my shut up and listen is kind of, um, I had to do some, um, um, some research, some very minimal research today. I texted you and said, what was my text to you today about my shut up and listen? Does, does anybody that you know or family have what vanity plates? Correct. Is that what it was? Uh, and your answer was no. No. Um, because my shut up and listen is vanity plate <laughs> owner. <laughs> I hate you. Um, your vanity plate is not cool. Whatever you think is funny to put on your license plate, you're dumb. You are dumb. Three of them that I saw today, three of them. Ready? I'm going to just spell them out and see if you can get it. Ready? Here's the first one. S-N-D-S-N-O. Uh, I, I don't know. I probably need to write them down and look at them. As you're, as you're Send snow. Oh, good Lord. Here's one. Wah, wah. Just so you know that that woman that was driving that car was old as dirt. Um, here's the next one. It's a Miami Heat license plate. Okay. L one A Y R liar is what his license plate says. Okay. He was, yeah. he was driving very slowly in the fast lane, talking on or texting on his cell phone. And then when I pulled around him, he gave me the middle finger and motioned like he had a gun. Um, and then here's was another it, one. Was it was it Chris Bosch because LeBron lied to him about all those championships <laughs> they were going to win? Not one, not two. Yeah. I not think I got him for like no. seven. 
first one I saw was R-E-T-1-R-D, retired. Wow. Can I, can I, can you just um, imagine who was driving that car? I, I can give you a guess. Yeah. So listen, here, here's my shut up and listen. Owner of a vanity plate. Um, when you think that you want to buy a vanity plate, please come meet me anywhere. 2906 <laughs> Surfside Boulevard. I'm going to slap you in your mouth and then send you on your way with your inmate stamped license plate. You're not going to you're not the vanity plate. I hate you. Everybody hates you. Send snow, comma, liar and retired mess. Everybody hates you. Um, <laughs> I want I want to treat you like you are in NASCAR. I want to get up underneath you and put you in any wall I can find. Um <laughs> I, I hope your legs go together and your crotch gets infested by fire ants. Um, enough with your vanity plate. I hate you. Wow. Shut up and listen. Okay. That was strong. That was strong. Uh, that was. That was. That was. Uh, that was. Um, I mean, we. I think we all pretty much know what you feel about vanity plates right now. Wow. I hate vanity plates. Uh, yeah. No kidding. No kidding. Um. Wow, maybe I should have gone first. I don't think mine was – mine's good, but I don't think it's uh, going to – I mean, I, I'm even fired up after hearing that. <laughs> okay. No, 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 please, 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 please. I'm over okay, it. I'm over in. it. Okay, right, listen, if you, if you said to me, Jay, I'm getting a vanity plate tomorrow, I'd be like, cool, let's figure out what we're going to get together. That's what, right. I would, that's what I would say. Now. I'm over it now. I'm over it. I'm over it. We'd, we'd have to get something that – like mine would say I'm with stupid, and then when I'm parked next to yours, yours would say I'm <laughs> stupid. Exactly. And you would have like a little arrow and I would be like Uh, smiley face. Right. Somehow we'd turn the four into an arrow or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Go ahead, Michael. Go ahead. All right. So before before I get into mine, I just have a question I'd like you to answer. Have you you ever heard those, you know, those Chuck Norris sayings that are just funny and kind of ridiculous? Like, for instance, um, Chuck Norris wasn't born he yes yes okay all right well good thanks for stopping because i didn't know where that was going and uh <laughs> i didn't either yeah well there's well there's you know there's there's one there's one that goes chuck norris doesn't go hunting hunting suggests the possibility of failure chuck norris goes killing that's <laughs> yes that's kind of that's kind of like me when i go to the grocery store I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a male human being. I know exactly what I want before I even leave my house to go to a grocery store. Okay. I don't, I don't shop. I go to the aisle where the shit is I need to get. And it's like a game I play. I try to get out of there as quickly as I possibly can. So I, you know, I went to the grocery store on Tuesday I only needed like five things. 
I go in, I get a basket. I get the four things that can fit in the basket. And the other one was like a case of soda. And I'm walking to the checkout. There are four checkout lanes open. Two of them happen to be those 10 items or less. But they're, each of them had like five or six people in line. The, two, the first lane that I come to, that's like the regular, the regular checkout. The first one had two ladies that had two full carts of stuff. I'm like, I'll pass. I go to the next one. There's a lady that is about halfway through getting the cart on the conveyor belt, and then the lady that's in front of me has maybe like 15 things, like in the cart still. So I'm standing there, and this lady looks back and sees me carrying like the, the case of you know the, the soda cans, and then she says to the, the girl running the register, Oh, what, what aisle is soda in? And the girl says, oh, it's, in, it's down in aisle 13. We're standing in front of aisle 4, and there's a reason I'm telling you that. So this lady, I hate standing that lady there, still, still doesn't have her shit out of the cart yet, on the conveyor belt, okay? She was already told where the soda was, Okay. She puts all of her stuff on the conveyor belt. When it's all up there, she looks at me and says, Oh, excuse me, I, I forgot it's something. I need to go get soda out of aisle 13. I said to her, Are you kidding me? I mean, I was not playing around. I was serious. I said, Are you serious right now? And she says, Well, I forgot it. I said, You put all your stuff on the conveyor belt. You know, don't, I mean, who the hell does that? You take your shit in your cart, you take it to get the the one thing you need, then you bring your ass back to the checkout. Please tell me you got her license plate number so I can firebomb her house. It was was the vanity plate that says, I'm an asshole at Publix. (laughs) So then the best Uh. thing is, the girl that's running the checkout, she looks at me, I'm standing... I'm standing back there at the end of the line, like completely just dumbfounded that this lady did this because I've never, I've never seen anybody do that before. And there's a, and there's an old English lady behind me and she's saying words that I've never even heard of before. They must be like the good old Queens English cuss words. And the girl at the checkout looks at me as she scans the first two things on this lady's order and says, sir, are these yours? I said, no, they belong to that damn lady that went down there to get soda. I mean, people must have thought that I was a weirdo, but shut up and listen. A-holes that just have no common decency at you know places like this. Guess what? If you get up to the checkout and you don't have what you need, and it's not right there like at the end of the aisle adjacent to the checkout lane that you're in, um, you get your shit, you put it back in your cart, you go get it. Or, plan B, you go without it until the next time your ass gets back to the store. I, I need to... I have, I, need, I have never been so fired up in the freaking grocery store in my whole life. I need... And, um, I need to finish this story. Tell me... Did she hustle? Did she come back? Were you waiting there? Because I, here's, I'm, I'm, well, here's, I'm plotting. Well, here's what happened. 
Here's what happened. I'm plotting this woman's demise. Okay, here's what happened. So whenever that girl at the checkout asked me if that stuff was mine, and I basically abruptly told her no, it was that lady that just put her stuff up there and then left to go get something that she forgot. She said, oh, well, that's okay. I can take you. And she, and she like, took off the two things on the order that you know, would belong to that lady. You know, she checked out my five things, and then I left. And then the lady oh, that so was you... behind, and then the lady that was behind me, the Eng- older English lady, she she only had like four or five things too. She had a basket too. So she was checking out, and I looked I looked back just to see where this lady was. It's like she was halfway from the aisle where the soda was on her way back to the checkout lane. So it's like there were like two people or three people that could have gone by the time she got back. It's like, that's just ridiculous. That to, um, me, that to me is just rude. And it's just being an asshole. If, if I asked a, um, I'm not, I'm not going like, to answer what, what type of person she was ethnically. No, 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 I'm not, no, no, I'm not asking that. <laughs> uh, no, if I, if I asked a, um, an artist to draw a picture of her. Can you please describe her so I can um, slit her throat while she's sleeping? Um, no, I, I don't condone any <laughs> any anything like that. I hate not, people that it's are. It's not that see, big of a just, deal, but no, it is a big deal. And I'll tell you why it's a big deal to me because that is just rude. I mean, you you know. You exactly. clearly see that I'm holding a basket with four things in it. You have 80 things that you're shopping, which is cool. You got to do your shopping. I do my shopping. You do right. your shopping. We all do. And you have to go get something. I forgot it. Oops. I'm sorry. Hey, listen, my friend, you can go first. I'm going to run and get something. You know, just just be a human being. Just be somebody that is respectful. She clearly... Either A, was just relying on the young lady behind the register to make the decision to take you prior to her, or was expecting everybody to wait in line for her. So, oh man, see that stuff fires me up because, listen, just be, just be a good person, just be not even a good person. You don't have to be a good person. You just have to be a person because you don't want to be in line. Now, see, here I am. This is my shut up and listen now. Shut up and listen, lady, who basically <laughs> fucked Nate in line. <laughs> you don't even have to be a good person. Just be a human being that recognizes that you need to go get some shit. And um, see, let's see. And, you wanna... and, and the thing is, it's not like... It's soda in cans. You know, if you if you desperately need it that you know that day, that's great. But check out, then go get it, and then check out again. You know, leave your or take your stuff out to your car. You know what I mean, or or whatever. I mean, I I don't know, but you know, the funny thing is, is that when I go to the grocery store, if I forget something, and I remember it when I'm in the line. You know, I don't I don't get it until the next time I go back to the store or because your parents or or if it's something that, you know, if I don't have anything that's going to melt in my, you know, in my possession that I'm checking out, I will take it out to my car and I will go back in and get it. 
But for some reason, this this lady never learned that in her upbringing. It's because your parents instilled um, just like respect. Oh man, I'm I'm sorry for that, and I I don't like that woman for that. No, no, I I I don't either, and I'm pretty sure that uh, you know Mary Poppins knockoff that was behind me didn't like that either. Sugar, brother. Dude, it's 10.30 almost. We need to get on to the WWE. We got to. We got to. Because there's so much going on. (laughs) Is there? Because I usually fall asleep now. I don't even watch some of the programming. But I do know one of my favorite um, pay-per-views is coming up. Um, Not next not this Sunday, the following Sunday, the Royal Rumble. It's one of my favorite pay-per-views. Yeah. yeah. Just, just because, you know, there's 30 superstars. I mean, you know, the whole rigmarole. And, you know, what what um, surprises is gonna, are going to happen? Um, it's usually, you know, doink the clown or some shit. But sometimes it's fun, man. Like, you, you text me today that said... Um, you know, how crazy am I to think that Becky Lynch would be number 29 in the men's Royal Rumble? And I was like, not a chance. And then I was like, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Be, she goes by the man. That'd be kind of cool. But, yeah. um, you know, I, so give me the state of the, what is it? The state of the union address. Is that what the, um, your president? Yeah. Let me just, you know what I should have done? Let me just do a real quick shut up and listen, President Trump. Fucking McDonald's, you douche. Anyway, let's move on. Um, uh, give me your State of the Union address for the WWE moving into the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania season. Well, basically, the State of the Union is at... I think they're still trying to figure out a way to get out of Brock Lesnar being the champion. And I know that that's basically what we said last year too. Um, and I don't, I, I don't think Braun Strowman is the answer to that. Well, they, uh, well here's the thing. They're not going to, Braun is out of the rumble because he's right. injured. I know. I know. I'm, I'm, but I'm thinking long-term plan. Long-term plan, I don't think, because let's face it, both of these guys are kind of the same. They're big, well, they're bigger than everybody else. They're stronger than everybody else. And I, I just, I think they're kind of like, they're like the carnival attraction. And that's why Brock Lesnar's not there each and every week. He's not a good worker, and if he was there every single week, he'd get exposed as not a great worker. Even when Braun Strowman's there, he does the same four things. And people used to give Roman Reigns shit about that. Like, Braun Strowman's worse than Roman Reigns. I mean, I don't care what people say. Um, I, I just think that you can't have, with the talent that they have going on right now, you you somehow you just have to get out of Brock Lesnar being the champion. You just need to kick his ass out altogether. I'm just sick of him. I'm sick of Paul Heyman and his little act. 
the problem is is that they just don't have enough guys that they can make a storyline around it. Um, I, I think they I think they cleared up Seth Rollins from the Intercontinental foolishness now. So I I wouldn't be surprised if he wins the Royal Rumble and then he fights Brock at WrestleMania. Um, and I think, you know, going back, I know we, we beat this to death so many times before in the past, man, that I think that not having, you know, show-specific pay-per-views is a big negative. Because you have the same matches, the same people each and every week. There's no room for new people. Yet they keep bringing up, like they keep showing, you know, for the last month, they've been on each show, they've been showing this little vignette of six people that they're bringing up from NXT. They're all there well, they're now. They're starting to parcel them in now. They, they are, but the problem is, is that I think only one of them, since they started doing that in the last two weeks, has been in a match that's, that's aired on television. And that was Nikki, Nikki, Cross. Cross on, Nikki Cross on Monday night. She was in a uh, six-woman tag match. And can, know, we, they, can we just say, I hate her gimmick, man. I hate that whole, like, crazy slappy only, head. Hers, hers is only good when she's with the, uh, what the heck is that group that's on the other show? Sanity. She was part of Sanity on NXT. That's what made it. It was like the female, uh, like, member of that group and that's that that's what made her gimmick that much better is that she was part of like a male like you know stable but now she when she's on her own it, it you're right it's so stupid because she's on her own right now but it's 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 the packaging i mean that that's basically what it is and and you're absolutely right you know it's that's a dumb gimmick you have, I think on Monday night, uh, Vince is there, and in the back, you know, waiting to get an audience to talk to him, you have the B team, you have Kurt Hawkins, you have all these other jobbers, and then that EC3 guy is standing there with them. It's like, so basically, you're bringing this guy up from NXT, you're making it sound like he's a great world-class wrestler and athlete, and you have him back there with all the jobbers. Um, not a good look. You know, it's, and it's one of these things that, you know, I, I just think, and I've said it before, they have so many people. That's why you have to have the brand-specific pay-per-views. Bring them together for the four or five big ones. So that way you can showcase more of the talent in case something somebody does get hurt and you can like slide people around a little bit better. You know, right now Braun Strowman can't compete. So you put Finn Balor, who Finn Balor had absolutely nothing going on at the time. It just so happens that he didn't. So now you can move him into that match against Brock Lesnar. Which is going to so, be I mean, a squash. I mean, it should be. It should be. You know, who knows? But is like there just, any is there any chance that that um, Finn wins the the um, Universal Championship? I I don't see it. I really don't. I think that they want Brock to have it at at WrestleMania. 
because I don't I don't really see any other reason of having Brock Lesnar around. To be completely I, honest, I got to be honest with you. I is is you know that I'm a huge Finn Balor fan. I I, I love the guy. Right. I think oh, he's, yeah. oh yeah. But I can't see any program that he could be in as the champion. For what reason? How does he fit in to the whole Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman, you know, it, it doesn't make any sense. The only thing it could mean is a squash. Yeah. I mean, in a, you know, in a general sense of a squash, I don't think it's going to be like that. I think... You know, he probably plays, like, keep away for a little bit. But, yeah, eventually I think that he ends up losing. But, you know, because it's the same it's the same thing that everybody thought with Daniel Bryan. You know, way back whenever Daniel Bryan was hot. Now it's like they're trying to turn him into a heel. But, I mean, back whenever they were trying to get him with uh, Lesnar, it was like Lesnar should like, should, like, legit kill him in a match. Like, you don't want, you don't want them together. Please kill him. But, yeah, it's like, I don't know. And one of the things that just drove me crazy last night, you know, on SmackDown, and for the life of me, I listened to different podcasts about Monday Night Raw and Tuesday Night's uh, SmackDown Live. And everybody makes SmackDown Live sound like it's the better show. I just do not get it at all. I don't see it. I don't understand it. I think... You know, they have Asuka as the champion now from the women's division on SmackDown. You know, Becky Lynch comes out to start the show last night. Thank goodness, because I basically shut it off after that. But then Asuka comes out, and Asuka's just, like, yelling and screaming in Japanese. Well, guess what? Nobody freaking understands what the hell this bitch is saying. I don't understand. I don't understand... And I've said this last year. How, how can you keep putting this person out there if they can't tell you why they should be champion or why they should be winning this fight or why they belong in this fight? And unfortunately, she can't say anything that I can understand in English other than nobody's ready for Oscar. Well, guess what? Um, I'm sorry, but if I had a year, I could come up with a couple of sentences in a couple of different languages. You know, but sitting out there yelling and screaming in Japanese, it's like, no, come on. you got to do better than that. Um, on, on the flip side, on Raw, I'm, I'm kind of worn out with Ronda Rousey. I'm kind of done. <laughs> I, don't, I, I loved her last year at WrestleMania. I thought it was great. I thought it was, I mean, just because I can't stand Alexa Bliss at all, I thought it was funny how she basically ragdolled hey. her around a couple of times. Um, but it's like, it's the same old thing over and over again. You know, you come you know, out, you're my smiling, girl, right? you're Alexa happy. Bliss is my girl, right? She's, and she sucks. Oh, I'm so mad at you right now. Well, you know that that's my stance, and that's not changing. She's, she should just be a valet. Stay out of the ring. The problem, because she's good on the mic. I mean, that's it. She's good on the mic. Sucks in the ring, good on the mic. I don't think she sucks on the ring. She does. She does because she's too little. That's the problem. 
and to have it's almost like Finn Balor. You can't have Finn Balor go into these matches all the time with, you know, Brock Lesnar and Cena and Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley and always win. But that's what they did with her, and it just looks silly because she was so much smaller than everybody else. And everybody else basically had to carry her in these matches. But the fact, but because she's great on the mic, that's why she had the belt as much as she did. There's no way she should have had the belt longer than any of those other people. No, no reason. Other than the fact that she's, she's probably better on the mic than they are. And that's fine. But I mean, but Ronda Rousey, terrible on the mic has like these weird facial expressions that contradict what she's saying all the time. And I, and I hate the fact that whenever she's in the ring wrestling somebody, like she always like talks to the crowd. If you haven't noticed that, just watch her and watch her in the ring. Like she always like, I guess I didn't notice that, but I'm I'm going to, I'm going to check that out. You know, she'll have them like up, like in the air or something. And so say to the fans, like, are you ready? Are you ready? Just do your move, lady, and shut up. Just do it. <laughs> Just do your move, woman. I mean, it's not like it's not like you're a gladiator in ancient Rome, and the, you're waiting for the emperor to give you the thumbs up or thumbs down. Just do it. But then the thing is, it's like, who else do you have on that show? You know, this week it's going to be Sasha Banks against her. You know, whatever. The problem is, is that Everybody was so excited and so pumped up for, you know, Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, and that and that match didn't happen. So that's why, I mean, honestly, I was kind of surprised whenever Becky Lynch won the number the number one contenders match to fight Oscar for the belt at the Royal Rumble because I thought for sure she was going to lose that match. Maybe Charlotte would would have won and been able to go up against Asuka, and then Becky Lynch wins the Royal Rumble. That's kind of what I thought was going to happen. Um, so I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll kind of have to wait and see. I'm guessing now, I mean, let's face it, I'm, I'm guessing, you know, since Charlotte has basically been non-existent for a while, you know, maybe, you know, maybe she wins. You know, Becky Lynch probably wins the belt back, you know, before the before the women's rumble, and then you have Charlotte win the rumble, and then Charlotte gets to pick whether or not she wants to fight Becky Lynch or Ronda Rousey, and I, I'm guessing she's going to fight Ronda Rousey. That, that would be my guess. At Mania? Yeah, absolutely. Although, like I was saying, I, be- I think... I think everybody would rather see Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey now at WrestleMania. I just, for the life of me, I just don't know how you get there from here. Unless, and I unless, think Becky, if, unless, unless Becky Lynch loses the Oscar, but it's still is like the, like a late number entry into the Women's Royal Rumble. Hmm. So Carmella and our truth both get thirty, right? Right, right. Hmm. I'm just thinking because I I feel like if Ronda Rousey and Charlotte were to wrestle at Mania, 
that has to main event, right? Who else main events that's going to draw like they're going to draw right now? There's only one matchup I can think of. Only one. Cena, Lesnar. Yeah, Cena, Lesnar. No. No. Nope. Rollins and Lesnar. Really? I'd rather watch Flair and, and Rousey. Well, so would I. So would I. And I think... And, and that's why I think they're, they're putting Charlotte in that position. Because, you know, that's, for some reason... You know, they, they, they want her in all these firsts. And so I think that it's well, probably it going to good, be. With good reason. I yeah, mean, Charlotte yeah, I is. She is, but, but my, this is my problem, is that she's basically non-existent right now. You know what I mean? And that's, and that's the problem with wrestling and them having, like, everybody meet up for the pay-per-view every month. It's that you don't get you don't get time to show Charlotte do anything because you have the raw women's championship in one match. And then you have the SmackDown women's match, you know, whereas before you can have, you know, two or three women's matches and one three hour pay-per-view for each show. That's the problem. I think that this, I think the product kind of went to garbage whenever they stopped doing like, you know, the, the brand-specific pay-per-views. Because each show was able to show less of the talent. But then on Mondays and Tuesdays, when they give you, like, the you know, the majority of their roster, you know, the major- majority of them have, like, no relevancy because they, like, you know, like, no way, Jose. No way Jose wrestles in a match, and guess what? You don't see him for like a month. Well, then don't show him to me like that one day. You know, that's, that's my problem right now. It's that I haven't seen him in many months. Yeah, they don't, there's, there's just no time to develop these guys, yet they keep bringing more people in from NXT. So they have to, like, fire people. You know, just fire them. You know, get rid of them. You have, to, you have ask- too many, you, you have too many people. Let me ask you this, and and I know you don't watch a whole lot of the the under organizations. I, that's not the the correct term. The 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 smaller organizations. This AEW. Have you been paying attention to this or no? No. Okay. There's um. There's a new organization called the AEW. All. Hmm. All exclusive, all elite, something like that. Okay. Um, and Jericho has signed there. The um, the Young Bucks are going over there. Um, there are some heavy hitters going over there. Um, it's got major financial backing. It's it's kind of. I was talking to a buddy of mine at work the other day who's um, a wrestling guy, and he was like. And he's more of a like a uh, an independent kind of guy than yeah, I am. Yeah. And yeah. Um, you know, um, Kenny Omega is looking to leave, and you know, New Japan. Like, there's some movement going around here, and everybody's kind of freaking out. But AEW, um, 
is kind of becoming a big thing, and people are starting to take notice. You know, uh, Cody Rhodes is kind of sliding over there. Right. But there's some right. there's some heavy hitters going on. So with this shakeup, I guess in the indie scene, does this? Uh, you know, I know, and, and I'm kind of hitting with hitting you with this without any knowledge. Um, is this kind of? You think this shakes up? The WWE, do you, I mean, I mean, we're getting stuff like we used to get back in the uh, the Attitude Era with Alexa Bliss being in the locker room and, and a guy coming in and, and she's, you know, finger quotes, topless. Um, we're getting, you know, some of the, you know, Lana comes out with those short skirts and she's flopping all over the ring and you can kind of see her. She has shorts on, but you can kind of see up her skirt. You know, there's some like um, risque things. Do you think this is good, bad, indifferent? Do you think the WWE needs a shot in the arm? Do you think, you know, give me it. As I'm telling you about this AEW right now, tell me how you feel this affects, you know, Stanford, Connecticut. Hey, it's it's competition. You know, competition can Which only I make think we miss. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's why the attitude area era worked so well is because you had you know uh, what what on TNT you had Monday Nitro and sure. everything else with WCW. I mean, it's like those two those two brands fed off each other. Sure did. And then, you know, once the WWE bought them out and everything just kind of got absorbed into one, and it was good for a while. The problem is, is that right now they just don't have the two or three guys that can carry, you know, that can carry the company. You know, it's like if you look, you had Hogan, and then you had, like, Austin and The Rock, and then Cena, and... Triple H, and you know now it's like you got Seth Rollins. Your you champion, know, the funny your champion thing for, is, your champion for the longest time is Brock Lesnar. It's like well, that's what I was going to say. The funny thing is, is that they have two guys that could carry the organization. One of them is Brock Lesnar, who doesn't is not on TV regularly, and the other guy is is um, Roman Reigns, who people finger quote hate, but. You know, they don't really, and he he comes every week, but the guy's got leukemia, for Christ's sake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? You know, and they're trying to, you know, they're trying to do something with AJ Styles. You know, we'll see how that goes. But, I mean, let's put it this way. When, and, I, and you know, and people that have listened to this show before probably know, I've never been a big Daniel Bryan person. But him having a, a heavyweight title is just laughable it's not good it's not a good look for the company and i'm not saying you need to have you know like big you know like big strong guys like what uh you know what fence was trying to pull with the other night with with uh finn balor who's almost like a cruiserweight out there with three guys that are like mountains and vince said i don't know if you can compete with all the with all the beef that would sit that's in this ring right now and and, you know, with like classic David and Goliath, you know, they end up having Finn Balor win. But it's like Daniel Bryan is like short, not really muscular, 
and just an odd-looking fellow. And there's no way he warrants being a heavyweight champion. AJ Styles has done it everywhere. He's done it here in the here in this country. He's done it in Japan. He's done it everywhere. I'm not saying he needs to be the champion all the time, but if those are your only two options, you know, he's it. You know, if how did you not the, become? How how have you never been a Daniel Bryan fan? Like, wh- what is your issue with him? He's. I guess it's kind of looking at it from the same standpoint that Vince was. Like, he's not big. He's not real muscular. Truth. All, all he does is, like, kicks. Like, kicks and, like, Truth. submission moves. It's like, who cares? Do something. Fair enough. Um, and I always just thought that, you know, there are other people that, you know, they, they, they liked him initially because he's the underdog. He's the little guy. And that's, that's, a, that's a, a cute story. But to be a cute story for, like, six freaking years? I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's like, I mean, look, I mean, look at it this way. Daniel Bryan is like the, the New England Patriots, but he gets love and the Patriots don't get any. He's, a, he's the underdog. Well, the Patriots were the underdog in that first Super Bowl against the Rams, and then guess what? People realized how good they were, how great they became, and everybody hates them. So it's like that's what they're trying to do with this clown. They, now, they made, now they made him where he's like, oh, what the, I'm, uh, uh, the, there's a character on uh, The Office that Dwight used to dress up as, and he was Recyclops. Um, that's basically what he is now. He's like anti-people that aren't green. He's anti-people that go and eat eat the bad food at the concession stands and get the souvenir cups that are plastic that are going to end up in landfills. It's like, if that's your heel heat coming from this clown that's your champion, um, you got problems. This guy cannot be a champion on your show. It, it's laughable. And it's embarrassing. I mean, do you think that this AEW, whatever it is you're talking about, their champion's going to be talking about, like, saving the environment? I mean, come on. <laughs> no, I can, I can assure champion's you gonna that's be talking not going to be. I mean, I mean, Cody Rhodes is going to be talking about the importance of recycling. I mean, come on. Give me Samoa Joe that just goes out there and kicks everybody's ass and hates everybody. Give me him as the champion. That's, <laughs> that's more believable. <laughs> And actually, Joe's character, since he's been back, is badass, and I like it. I know. Me too. He went out, and he just beat the hell out of somebody yesterday, and I was like, good. Rey Mysterio. No, it was even even better. Mustafa Ali. Was it? Yeah. Anyway, I mean, so I think we're both saying the same thing, that the WWE is in, tr- I don't want to say in trouble. Um, I mean, if, if, if you're Vince McMahon and the, 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 the share stockholders, you think it's in trouble. And Vince has actually said um, that he will shut down production if 
the ratings don't improve. I mean, come on, Vince. You know, this is a, you know, what does Michael Cole always say? The longest episodic, Yeah. you know, blah, fucking blah. Weekly, but, yeah, uh, weekly, weekly show or something like that. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, some shit like that. But I, I can honestly say for the first time since I've really been back into watching WWE, I mean, you and I started talking about this three, four years ago, maybe. Um, I literally don't even follow Monday night much anymore. Like I'll turn it on and I'll fall asleep or I'll start playing the baseball game that we play or something. And last night I don't care anymore. You know, I don't really like for a long, long time, many years, two or three years, I couldn't get enough. Um, I, I was very excited about WWE. You know, I was looking forward to it. I was, you know, this, that, and the other, but now I'm not, you know, it's a waste of my time lately. Um, How do they correct this? What do you think they need to do to correct or, or, or even to, one of the reasons they did that whole Alexa Bliss spot the other day with her being, you know, again, finger quotes, topless, the guy walking in about, with his coffee or whatever um, was just to kind of get, you know, get, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like spark or whatever. And, you know, did they? Yeah. I mean, that video on on YouTube has got a million and a half views. I mean, but it's the rest of the product sucks. (laughs) It's, it's shit, man. And even, and even, and even, and even that, I mean, I think that the only reason that is as popular as it has been is because they haven't done anything like that in years. Right. It, re- it really wasn't even that. I mean, you don't see anything. I mean, and you're not even close to seeing anything. And not that I would, you know, look, I'm a guy. Would that be funny or if that happened? Sure it would. But you don't expect it to. But, I mean, it's not like some of the stuff that happened 10, 15 years ago where you basically could see everything that was going on with some of the women that they had there before. Sure could. This, this was nowhere close to that. You basically just saw her back. You can see that by going to a beach. True. So it's, and, and nothing really came out of it. I mean, they kind of cut to commercial after she said something like, why are you in here? Um, I'm bringing you coffee. Cut, go to commercial. Like, what? They don't talk about it afterwards? Like, what's what's the point? You know, don't just do it just to do it, I guess is my my point about it. You know, that's, there has to be some type of substance after it, and, and this there just wasn't. So don't just do stupid shit like that on these shows and not follow up with it. I mean, she came out and did, like, her sit-down interview with Paul Hammond after that, and nothing came out after that about it. Yeah, and that was the weirdest thing, too. Like, they came out there, and they were talking, and then all of a sudden that dude comes out, and then they just disappear. You know, it was – it's just weird. It's just, like, clunky now. You know, it's like – you know, we'll do this, and then move on to this, and then we'll do that. It doesn't flow anymore. It doesn't – you know – like back in the day, I remember like specifically when 
when Austin and McMahon were were feuding, um, you you would get them like McMahon showing up at the very beginning of the show and him like scurrying away from his his limousine and then Austin coming in right after him and then during the middle of the show they would do something and at the end like Austin would ride in on a milk truck. You know, it was all put together well. Now it's like just like like an eight like an eighth grade little boy trying to touch a boob for the first time. You know, do I put my hand around her shoulder? Do I do this? Do I you know you know, it's like, come on, man. Just get on with it. Might have been a bad analogy, but you get what I'm yeah, saying. I was I wasn't really following you, but okay. <laughs> it's it's just clunky to me now. And that's and that's what they're gonna have to do because you know if you know, if we start getting more options on what to watch, um, you know, they're they're gonna have to step up their game. And, you know, hopefully with WrestleMania season upon us, you know, hopefully they they tweak it a little bit better than, than it has been. Because I'll tell you what, it's, you know, I mean, I've, I never thought that I would miss anybody as much as I actually miss Roman Reigns not being there. Ditto, brother. Um, Ditto. Um, I mean, love him or hate him, I mean, he made the shows better than what we got right now. So And he worked his ass off day yeah. in and day out. And, and you know, a couple of guys that, you know, might be coming back soon, um, I don't know. I don't read any of that, any, like, insider stuff like you do. But, you know, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, I mean, eventually are going to be coming back. So Yeah, I got to imagine I would, they're coming back soon. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully whenever they come back, they get thrown into the mix and they can, you know, liven these shows up a little bit because, you know, right now it's all just kind of stale. You know, you have the same – three or four people fighting each other and we've seen it every week. We've seen it every month. And unfortunately at just about every single pay-per-view and it's getting old and, you know, hopefully with this, you know, new outfit foreman, you know, hopefully uh, Vince kind of gets this stuff in order and makes some changes and the changes turn out to be for the better. So Mr. Santos, um, we only have about 45 seconds left in the show. And it went by quicker than shit. I just looked at the clock, and it was like yeah. 10.47. Um, so we're back. We're back. Uh, yeah. We'll be here next week. Same bad time, same bad place. Uh, Mr. Santos, thanks for being available. Thanks for, for hanging on with me, brother. Oh, you're you're welcome, dude. Um, I'm I'm all for it. Every You know what? Every single week. Let's keep cranking these bad boys out. Um, I'm London. He's Santos. Um, until we meet again, we'll see you next week here on Blog Talk Radio, Santos in London. Have a good night, y'all. Bye. Believe in Brady. <laughs>